Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. I looked at Rip's face. It looked like Chernobyl. One final thing to touch on here, Dutch. Uh, You had Halloween Havoc over the weekend. In the main event, Braun Breaker retained the NXT Championship, defeating Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough in a triple threat match. Of course, Braun Breaker is the son of the dog-faced gremlin Rick Steiner, as well as the nephew of Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. But before they were Big Papa Pump and the dog-faced gremlin, the Steiners were one of the best tag teams in wrestling history and you got to work with them and it and experience what it was like for them at the height of their careers how was it working with rick and scott steiner well it was a it was a balancing act see this is like anything else if they liked you you're okay if they didn't like you you're not okay so they would just go out there and they would just not necessarily take liberties with you, but they would just kind of lay on you. I mean, hard. So they used to, you know, they used to do that clothesline on the shoulders. And I told them, guys, I can't take that. They said, oh, yeah, you're going, but they're ribbing me. You're going to take it. I'm going to rip you into. So, and I got on, <laughs> I got on Scott's shoulders, and Rick got up there, and I said, you son of a bitch. I said, if you hurt me, and he started laughing then, and he came off, and it was an easy one, you know. But I just thought, well, that you just killed me up here. So I remember one time. Because it, it wasn't like the, it wasn't even like the doomsday device. They did like a bulldog, the bulldog oh, man. at the time. Oh, they, they so you, you had your back to him. <laughs> well, no, this was the front one. So I was watching him, and my eyes were saying, you and, he, and his eyes are doing it too, like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. Now, if you got along with them, again, you're fine. But if you didn't, they didn't, they didn't care. You know, and they, they, did, they did really hit some guys really, really hard. I remember Rip Rogers came back one night to the, to the, to the go booth, you know, the go position. And he was complaining about something. And Rick Steiner came in there. I mean, Scott Steiner come in there. And Rip got said, you know, I don't want to go. And I, I don't know what that got over Scott. Scott turned him around. I think he was talking about Scott or something. And he open hand slapped him right in front of everybody. And I looked at Rip and the slap was, oh, loud. And I'm standing there. I looked at Rip's face. It looked like Chernobyl. So, <laughs> and then it was over and it's funny some of those things like that happen and then it just goes away it's like it evaporates so but yeah uh, scott and uh, and rick great guys you know 
I mean, Rick has a more of a sense of humor than Scott did. Scott was the one that had that hair trigger temp, uh, temper. No. But I think one thing about Scott, he liked me because I was, he started in Memphis. Like everybody else should have started, really. But, and I didn't treat him badly. See, I didn't treat young guys badly. I didn't talk down to them. And, you know, and I used to see Booker scream and holler at them. And, you know, Dundee would be cussing them out or something. And I said, Bill, they don't mess up because they want to. They mess up because they don't know. And by you screaming at them, it really doesn't help them learn. It just makes them scared. Now, if they mess up again, now you're going to come back and you're going to do another cussing fit at them. He said, I said, help them. And that's what I did with Scott. I, I tried to help him, and he never forgot it. So, and, and, he, and he, he, he liked my humor, too. And I'd make him laugh. So that's what I always try to do with these real big guys. It's kind of humor. <laughs> so they like me. So they didn't want to go out there, and if they if they really hurt me, I'd, I'd want them to feel bad. Because I never got hurt with those guys because they liked me. But it's like anything else. If they liked you, you were okay. Same way with Sid. Sid Vicious. If he liked you, you were fine. If he didn't like it, whoop. And I don't think Undertaker was ever that way. But, you know, a lot of guys were that way. One of the worst ones was Van Bader. Van Bader, if, if he liked you, you're all right. But if he didn't... Mm. It, it, it was rough. So, but you run across that, but you have to know, if you're just starting in this business, you have to know how to get along with people. And you can't be too pushy, and you can't try to tell them what to do, especially when you don't even know what you're going to do. So when you're green, you just got to sit back and let the veterans, you know, kind of direct you. And be appreciative for any young talent out there. Be appreciative when a, a veteran talent tries to help you and say thank you and be polite. That's not, not too much to ask, I don't think. Not at all, not at all. In full agreeance there, Dudge, thank you for letting me know how it was working with the Steiner brothers. Those are some funny stories. Yes, I Poor Rip. Uh, <laughs> You're going to read off the sheet of paper on the wall, the Steiners. Oh, God. <laughs> then the next thing you see me is, oh, Scott, here's Coke. You want some coffee? You need anything? <laughs> I'll take care of it all. <laughs> Dutch, let the people know where they can find you on social media. Well, I got my C cap on. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's not Cincinnati or Cleveland. It's Clemson. Clemson are 8 0 right now. And I don't think they'll make it to the national title game, but I do think they might end up in that top four and they might get chosen which it's which would be a a, a good, great honor for them i don't think they'll win it but uh you can find me dirty dutch mantel with two l's at gmail.com and my website has made a massive improvement it was on it, it, it's been on it's been in hospice for the last year or so it was close to death but i revived it and I think that that will be ready in about maybe a week, two weeks. You could actually go there now, but you're not going to. It's still under construction. And that's DirtyDutchFantail2Ls.com. So you can go, and I'm going to make that like a – actually, I put all my stories up there. And 
And if you'd like to read, you know, it, it's a good place to go. Plus, my merchandise is on there. But that's where you can find me on uh, Twitter, Dirty D Mantel. Don't come on there defending AEW because I want them to do as best they can. Everything I say about A&W is not a knock. It's actually constructive criticism, which people take wrong. And uh, on, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Dirty Dutchman One. So you can find me in all those places. And stop arguing with me. Damn, I'm just making a damn point. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Dutch watch Dynamite so he has more criticisms of AEW for each and every one of you. It, <laughs> that's what you need. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. We'll be back with Rick. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Thankfully, maybe uh, this coming Friday to review SmackDown and Rampage. So join us live following both shows on Friday night, 11:05 p.m. Eastern Time. For Dutch Mantel, I'm SP3, and this has been Smack Talk. Sports key to wrestling news, some big stuff right now. A huge name in AEW is going on the record about the brawl out at All Out. Chris Jericho appearing on the Howie Mandel podcast had a lot to say, uh, certainly a lot, about that big fight with CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. There was a locker room fight that happened a couple of months ago between a couple of guys. When these things happen, you have to deal with them. Sometimes the way to deal with it is guys have to not be there anymore. Ooh. He added, not cancel the shows, but guys were suspended, that sort of thing. Ouch. This follows up news that Chris Jericho, in the middle of that entire fracas, approached CM Punk and called him a, quote, cancer to the locker room. Now, Punk apparently is done with AEW. What are the terms of him leaving the company under all of this scandal? It isn't exactly clear. Well, it looks like another old school WWE idea is coming back under the regime of the King of Kings, Triple H. King of the Ring could return as an event on the WWE schedule. It makes sense with them getting rid of those events like Hell in a Cell. They gotta fill it in with something else. A one-night premium live event tournament? I'd be on board for that, would you? AEW Fight Forever, the long in-development and anticipated video game, their first from All Elite Wrestling, is reportedly going to get released in February of 2023, not meeting the holiday gift season of 2022. Though the game, though, will, reportedly from WrestleZone, be featured on Xbox's Game Pass streaming service day one, which is pretty cool. AEW is saying they'll release more information about Fight Forever at the upcoming Full Gear pay-per-view on November 19th. The Celtic Warrior has been away from WWE after suffering a kayfabe injury and having a wonderful wedding, and now it looks like he could reunite with his brawling brutes on this week's WWE SmackDown. Sheamus really took a beating from the Bloodline. Could he be a part of the team that faces the Bloodline at War Games that people are talking about here at Survivor Series? It could be a great little shakeup right before Survivor Series is locked in.